Welcome to Dev and Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emma Wieschak. I'm here with a very special guest and talented author, Mario, and I will have you pronounce your last name for me. Quinones Prevolori. Yeah, see, I would butcher that to no ends. <laughs> but you have the book out, Dead to Me Hollywood. So what led you into writing this book? It led, it, what it led me was that I was uh, gaslighted for six months by a professional hitman. And eventually he he told me, he, he, he told me many times he was gonna kill me. And I didn't believe him. I thought he was just playing around. But eventually in six month period uh, in 2016, he poisoned me. Now I spent uh, 17, 17 days in the hospital in, in a coma. And then still, I still have problems, you know, with my speech and everything, my hearing because of that. Oh my, that when I was looking at this, I was like, I know it's a real story. I just didn't realize it's your real story. It's my real story. Yes, ma'am. Oh my, you don't hear, okay. In the world of today, you normally don't hear people that survive hitmen, and you don't hear about hitmen, you know, other than on like snapped or, you know, things like that. So, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> now, did they ever figure out why he wanted to kill you? I never did. I have uh, some uh, kind of like, uh, you know, tips that I can relate, but the real motive. I really don't know. But the thing is that he got caught and he's in jail for life. Well, that's a good thing he was caught. Obviously, if he wasn't caught, we wouldn't be doing this interview because we would oh, not good. want to impede on any investigation. But yeah. it's already been litigated, so we can talk about it. And I'm glad that you're here and able to talk about this. Thank you. Now, Thank you so much. Now, this has happened over... He's in prison in India. That's correct. So this is just a crazy story. I'm at a loss of words, but I'm glad that you're here. Now, hypothetically, did this have anything to do with your relatives' careers? We won't actually say their names because I'm not going to do that, but do you think it had anything to do with their careers that they targeted you instead? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think, I think, honestly, I think it because it was my real brother involved in that. One of my real brothers. Ah, uh, okay. So, well, I, I got, yeah, go ahead. It was connected to family stuff, but not the family I'm thinking of. No. Okay. Yeah, to relatives. Yeah, he was relatives. <laughs> he was a relative. We will leave it at that. It's just a weird, <laughs> odd thing. So go through this journey with me. Where did it start? And what was that process like? I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around this. Oh, I, I really don't know. I have no idea because I've been really, really, I'm not, I'm a joke and I'm a kidding around and I'm not lying. Is the truth and the whole truth. I was a father and a mother for my father, my mother, my brothers and sisters, my sons, and anyone else. I've been a person 
all the saints care of my relatives all over. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea other than that jealousy and uh, hate. Because here in my own dad, who, uh, he saw rest in peace, uh, he is still was kind of weird to me because he wanted all my brothers and sisters to be like me. He told me so. Because one time I asked him, why do you guys do that to me? If I'm a, if I'm a, uh, I'm, I'm the person that takes care of you, mm-hmm. both financially and, and legally, because I know a lot, a lot of illegal stuff. And, and, why, and then my dad answered me. And by the way, my dad is my hero. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, and people, I don't want to say that my dad was awful. He was the sweetest human being in the world, but still he was defending my, my relatives, my brothers and sisters. And he told me, because I want them to be like you. That, yeah. It's crazy what family does to each other. I mean, we have our family and then we have our relatives. And you said that great. You have the family that you take care of and you respect and you house, and then you have your relatives just you just can't connect with. It, exactly. I don't know why it happens that way, but that's what happens. Yeah. So yes, you have this out. Are you working on something else to go after this? No, no, no. No more just the writing in the in in the music thing because I love music and I love writing. Writing for me is kind of like a, a habit a habit that you have when you eat the good food that you really taste it yummy mm-hmm. and you eat it all the time. That's why this music and, and, and writing for me. Well you said music so are you getting music out there that you have either written or done yourself? I have I have to uh, I have written about uh, about uh, 40 songs in my life and then and I wrote uh, I wrote uh, 10 of them uh, paralyzed mute and and the mental ill when this happened mm-hmm. and that and that's how uh, I, I survived it was a mirac- miraculous healing that, that I went through and then I just did it because I was praying number one number two I was exercising all the time and, and I ate right and I put my mind to write music and, and, and I wrote uh, the book. This book itself, I started writing one word a day because I couldn't control my brain and my, and my depression was deadly. I couldn't move anywhere, I couldn't stand, I couldn't do anything. And, and then I said, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna make it. It's time for me to, to show and to prove the world. And all my, because see, my own mother said that I was gonna die when she saw me in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And doctors, they never thought that I was going to survive. I understand where you're coming from to a T. Back then, 2011, I had a medical emergency. And the doctors didn't think I was going to live the year. And they certainly didn't think if I did live, I wasn't going to be walking or talking or doing anything else. You have to persevere yourself and prove them all wrong. That's what really happened to me. So mm-hmm. you have the inspirational element to this book. It's not just this ha- bad thing happened. It's how you overcame and what you're pushing to move forward with. 
Exactly. That's what I did. And that's why this book is important. It's not the, oh my God, this horrible thing happened. But it's how do we carry on and how do we rebuild ourselves? Yes, indeed. indeed. That's really true. So you have the music and you have 40 songs you said wrote. Now, is any of those where we can hear them? Um, well, I'm in the process of, because I hired a special girl because I'm not I'm not a singer. <laughs> I wish I was, you know, but I, I'm not. And so I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna record them in, in about three months, uh, three songs, and I'm just gonna get. But but I have a lot of songs that I have I have produced, in the, in the past with a different singer, but she quit on me. But they, they are they are on. Well. We yeah. are always welcome to hear the songs. And yeah. I am glad that you have some of them out and you have a new singer that will honor your songs, put them to voice. Exactly. And then he happens the best singer and you want is my own beautiful, smart daughter. <laughs> <laughs> that is even better. <laughs> yes. yes. It's indeed. always good when you can get your relatives, your family, the ones that you're close to to do things for you. In my case, my daughter is my editor. I write, she edits. In your oh, case, you write, she sings. <laughs> she sings, exactly. Yeah. So that is wonderful. Now, with this book, are you thinking maybe eventually you would take it to um, do an episode like of Snap or something like that with it? Oh yes, yes indeed. Whatever, whatever I can do, because uh, this book is it means the world, the world to me. Because I mean, the way that I went through three, three, three assassination uh, plots, I survived from this guy. That that's and, insane. That's I mean, insane. I'm venom yeah, and tea. It, when was the last time we we heard of venom and tea? That uh, never, I never heard it. I mean, the last time I've heard of venom being used in assassination temp, I think was in the 1200 BC. Yes, and they 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 used uh, apparently they used uh, dart frog uh, skin to poison. And uh, the funny thing is that I boiled it myself, and I went out for 10 minutes. In 10 minutes, he came inside my own house and poured the, in, in the pot of tea, the, the, the oil and stuff, the, the fishy stuff. And I came back 15 minutes later and I I, I, I saw it and I opened that, when I opened the pot, I saw the, the scales, the skin and the oily fish. And I removed it with my own hand after he had threatened me that he was gonna kill me. I didn't realize at that moment. That that was then, what the poison was. Exactly. I, and I still told my daughter, look at what he fell into the, the, the into the pot. And I didn't even think that the pot was covered with a lid. It, 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 it wouldn't be reasonable to think that he fell. It, it, it tells you that someone opened it and poured it. But I didn't do. I didn't do that. I poured a cup and I drank it, and then he, 
have this uh, thinking that I wanted more. And I poured the second cup. And I was with my daughter at the computer doing some work, writing, because I've always been a writer. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and then she told me, okay, daddy, don't drink it. And I didn't even pay attention. I did anyway. Anyways, when I was on computer writing and I finished the second one, I just went like that. And, and then I felt my body and my mind. I, it's the most uh, un, uh, unthinkable sensation or feeling that I felt in my whole life. And I, all I told my, my daughter was, I'm dying. And I mentioned the name of the guy who, because that guy, what he did is to get to me, he impersonated a famous friend of mine in Hollywood, in the entertainment industry. And I thought he, he was the one who was threatening me, but I said, why my friend is still threatening? Right. Yeah, your friends aren't going to threaten you with death. No. Your friends are going to defriend you, but they're not going to threaten you with, with death, and they're not going to come to your house and poison you. Exactly. And then I found out who he, he really was when, when the FBI uh, 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 arrested him. That That is... Okay, as an author myself, this is a wonderful book because I can see all the different things that as an author, using an author mind, how all the plots are in there, everything is working as an author. As a human being, knowing this is a true story, I'm at a gasp because you don't, A, you don't hear this stuff, and B, you automatically assume this can't happen. Well, it does happen, we just don't talk about it. Exactly. So, I mean, as an author, I'm like, oh, I want to read this book as an author, but then at the same time, it's a true story. So I like, it's mixed feelings for me. Yes. Yes, indeed. And I'm sure anyone that has read this and they realize this is a true story, you go, how did this happen? Why? Well, we will never know the why. But at the same time, we want to know the why. Yes, exactly. And I don't even know myself. And many people, and not many people, some people uh, have, have told me that the book is a fiction itself. Being, a, being mm-hmm. real, it sounds like a fiction. It's, in, it's impossible, impossible to believe that that really happened to me. There's two options. There's two things that the, the, the reader can think. Either that I'm lying, this guy is lying to his teeth, or it's a fiction. A work of fiction. And mm-hmm. here's the thing when we write true stories, true crime stories, a lot of times the truth is stranger than anything fictional. How many times have we watched Snapped or watched um, I Am ID on TV? or watch some of these Hollywood things that actually happened and you go, that can't happen in real life, but yet it has. (laughs) You're living proof that it can happen. You can survive it. I'm glad that you did. But at the same time, we're like, no, that can't happen on our society. Yes, because people, people sometimes don't believe me. And And I'm into, and you're telling, telling people, you know, 
in, in, in person when they talk to me and then we talk about it and the conversation comes in and, and then I start to become friendly with strange people. And, I, and then they share things and I, then I start talking about the, my, my own relatives because it wasn't family members. Like mm -hmm. you say, family members is that that live, the ones that live with you in your household, whether blood related or just strangers, but we are family, they mm -hmm. care for each other. But they, 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 they were relatives outside of my household. You know, yeah. They say, no, they, they, we, they, it's impossible, they say. Mm -hmm. I, I understand. I mean, I have relatives that, you know, would cause me harm if I let them. I have relatives that you think the impossible of them, but at the same time, it's possible for them to do these things. Yeah. And your family, your true family that you live under the same roof, you care for, you respect, you love, they would never do this. No. No, and, and a family member doesn't have to be yet that blood relative that you're connected to. It could literally be someone you just met two days ago off the street. Yes. Yes. Some people ask themselves, they have asked me the question, question that this guy risked his life, his freedom in coming all the way from India to kill me on his own. And people, some people have told me, oh, he did, he picked you out of that screen on, on the, you know, he saw you and he came to kill myself. Can you imagine it's possible for a person to spend thousands and thousands of dollars to gaslight me, to hit, to hit me and to follow me for five, six months, all his own all the way from India to come every week, every, you know, spending his own money. They're there are people that do this. They put themselves in financial ruin to do harm to someone else. There's something seriously oh, really? wrong with their brain and their way of thinking. But at the same time, they do this. Wow. I don't know why they do this. I can watch anything on IDTV. And I go, no, that can't be true. But at the same time, when you have Dateline, when you have Snapped, when you have these crime shows that go behind the scenes of these things that have happened, it's actually true and reality. Wow. I mean, this is the first time I've ever interviewed someone that it's happened to, but at the same time, yes, it does happen. I can't tell you why it happens, but yes, mm -hmm. it does happen. I see. Well, I didn't even know that because people have told me that a few a few people, well, the majority, the majority of the people that know and and and, and do they they know that someone paid him mm -hmm. to to do the job. Mm -hmm. There because are people that pay to have this done. And that's a scary thing. We'll never know because he was a professional. Why mm -hmm. or who? Those are the two biggest questions we can ask as a person and we'll never have the answers to. Exactly. That's why I tell people that based on the evidence and the documents that I have gathered, 
not because I have tried to do it, but because they have come to me, mm -hmm. you know, um, by, by themselves, is that it points to my ex-wife and to, and to my brother. Why? Because my brother came. He, I, had, I hadn't seen my brother for a long time. And the hitman used to talk about them when he was, was following me and telling me to kneel down and follow my knees and go ask forgiveness to them because God himself told him that that was the only way that, that he was gonna spare my life. And then when I was poisoned, literally in the hospital dying, I asked my brother, how do you find out? And he told me that he called himself to come to visit me and he gave him the hospital where I was in, in the room number. That's how I found out that they, 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 they were uh, uh, part of the, of the plot. Well, eventually the police will figure out all the lines of who did what, because even though they have the actual hitman, there's still probably something going on behind the scenes that we don't know about and we won't know about until they take it to court, which I hope they find all the strings that are attached and the truth comes out. Wow, it's, it's insane. But here's my book. Mm -hmm. Yes, it, it's there, it's in print. You can find it on Amazon. Yes, yes. Now with this book, you, um, your publishing company has, you know, has done a wonderful job with it. It's a six by nine platform. It's beautifully written and it's all there and all truthful. Now it's up to the reader to find that part of their think thought process to realize this is a truthful book. Yes. Yes. I, I spend uh, so much time on this book because this book I wrote it not with uh, with uh, the money thing in mind but at the same time yes because I said if the movie the book makes money more people are going to read it mm -hmm. that that part is important to me even if the, the money comes somewhere else goes with right. the, to the, the money secondary part. when you write a book you don't write for money you write to her write the book you want people to read your words. Exactly. I mean, yeah. as an author, I can tell you right now, I don't write for the money. I mm -hmm. don't write to get rich. I write because I want my words out there. That is the correct way to do, write a book. If you're writing for a book <laughs> just for the money, you're doing it wrong. Exactly. That's, that's true. Yeah, really true. Yeah. But other than Amazon, is there any other place that our listeners and our viewers can find you? Uh, not really. That's about what I have right now, Amazon and uh, uh, I don't have a, I don't have a, how do you call this, a, a website or anything, anything like that. I haven't, I haven't done it you know, yet. Well, hopefully yes. your children will help you write, do a website 
for this book, even if it's just a one page website, mm -hmm. just a landing page for your book. I'm hoping your children can help you with that. Oh yeah, definitely. They'll, 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 I never thought it was important, but now that you are uh, mentioning and, and, and advising me to do it, I'll most definitely do that. You At know, least the book. Yeah, your book needs to be advertised properly so we can find you as a reader so we can connect with you as a person. All right. So I have a, a, a how do you call this, a Facebook page, especially for the book, though, that I created. That's awesome. We love our Facebook pages, but make sure you get have your children help you set up just a basic website for your book. That way our readers and our listeners can connect with you and find out all the detail you can't put in the book. There may be something, pictures or anything else that you can't put in there that on a website you can. Oh, I see, I see, I see the point. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it, I'll do it. As soon as possible, I wanna do it. Yeah. What was so wonderful talking to you, and I'm so blessed that you were able to come to the other side of this whole order deal. Yes, and thank you for giving me the opportunity and for having me on your show. It means everything to me, and, and, and I'm so happy that this is happening because I'm still alive after all I went through. And, and, and I'm still living in this wonderful, beautiful, crazy world that we are experiencing, experiencing, ex, it goes again, experience, experiencing, uh, yeah. Experiencing, what, what? Uh, you know, it's, it's still beautiful. And it is still beautiful. We are still here and we, we are thankful. Yes, indeed. And for all of our viewers and our listeners, happy reading.